0: What's up, everybody? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Welcome back to Final Checkpoint. My name is Jolly Joel. And I'm Jingle Bell Ben. And this week, we're going to be talking
1: about our favorite non-2019 games we played this year. But first, I want to welcome Joel to the Xbox family, Joel. Yeah, he did it.
0: it. I'm in. I can't (laughs) say anything about, (laughs) about it too loudly. Because there's people around the house that don't know about it yet. But I can at oh, least say I have Game a Pass. secret. And uh, I'm excited to dive into that library. Gotcha. It was really weird. Like in Discord saying, add me on Xbox Live. I never thought I would ever say those words. And to make it even weirder, it's my same gamer tag or PSN name. So <laughs> it just like made it even more weirder to be like, add me Voices Carry 7.
1: <laughs> it's so good. I'm excited for you to slowly turn to the dark
0: side and yeah. realize that. I mean, I think a really lot of why I never excited. really had an Xbox was mainly because PlayStation was always the home for the games type of games I liked. And so, I don't know. I, it just never appealed to me. But I'm at this point now where like I kind of want to play a little bit of everything. And Game Pass is just such a sweet deal like why wouldn't you want to do that like it's it's almost yeah it's almost dumb not to do game pass really like I, when i think about all the 2019 <laughs> games i played that i had to buy compared to all the ones i could have played having game pass like having an xbox you know it would have been um right yeah would have been a different year i think i would have played a lot more i'm sure
1: well i uh i keep track of all the games i play in a spreadsheet cuz i'm an insane person but also because yeah. when we do, like, year-end stuff,
0: I can remember what yeah, I Yeah, I mean, I, I um, keep a notes, like, or a note in my in my phone, like, the note thing from the iPhone. And I update it throughout the year with, like, yeah. so I have, like, the 2019 list, the games I finished in 2019 that are 2019 games. And then I have um, games that I'm working on. So I have it broken down in, like, three different categories. Or four. I don't know. Uh,
1: yeah, but I do that. Right, but then this year I started adding. If it was a Game Pass game, there's got to be ten games on here that are worth the service. And there's a couple on here that I played that are now on Game Pass. Yeah. After I did the thing, it's it's such a crazy value, especially it, there's like Metro Exodus, May uh, Cry Five, games that came out this year yeah.
0: that are on it. Yeah, it's gonna come in handy, especially with like Redbox, you know, dying out their game rentals, so. Um, you know, that's, that's a source of game rentals that I never really took advantage of. And so now that I have this other opportunity, it's going to be really nice to, uh, at least play on different things and not just PlayStation. Cause I like literally this, one of the issues I had this last week was going onto my PlayStation and really having a hard time finding something I wanted to actually play, like sit down and play compared to like having my switch or, um, even like being able to sit on my computer and watch something while I'm playing something else. You're a mess. So that, that's fine. <laughs> How about we get started? I'm excited to actually go over this because there's a lot of games on my list, um, that were not 2019 games that I did actually put a lot of time into, um, only a few favorites really that, that I did, um, enjoy. Dude, that's tough. Cause I
1: played like two of my Damn. favorite games. Well, I can, I can kind of start us <laughs> off.
0: Um, if you want. So. Okay. Three. Okay. I think I, I think I have Actually, about three. I think I have about my three. favorite games. So I have three and then like my favorite one. Yeah. So first on that list is gotcha. near automata. I think I said that right. So I finished the first route and I will continually be playing this game because I do really like it. But like I was getting to a point where like, okay, I really want to play this, but I also have to start putting more time into this game and this game and this game. Um, but it's a game that I constantly think about and I love the first near and I love what I played of this one, like play, beating that first route and getting to the end and then starting it over again and kind of getting to play as, um, ah, what's his name? Nine S I already forgot. See nine. I need to get back to it. And, uh, because you grow attached to those characters. And so playing the <laughs> game again, but playing as like a, one of the characters from, you know the the other people, I guess like their perspective and their timeline of it is uh really cool. And like the music in that game is amazing. It's the, the environment is oh, a little man. weird, yeah, so but that's good. kind of like how the first one was. And that's one thing I really enjoyed about it. So it's, it's definitely, it's probably going to end up mm-hmm. being on my favorite, like games of all times lists, something like that. Do you know, twist or not the i guess twist is the wrong word no Do you know what? and part three i've heard is? it before and because i really didn't know much about the game i forgot about okay. it so i don't know i'll get to it eventually
1: dude the end of the end of part two like leading into part three in the first couple hours of part three just <laughs> incredible I, oh my god like you have to keep going this is what when people say like oh you have to beat the game three times it's it's a misnomer but you really do yeah. have to like put that time in it's it's one of those games where if you just finish the first part and stop it you're not getting it you you played a third of a game you did not okay i'm at least like 10 of the game. way through the second playthrough it i would say rush not rush but cruise through the second playthrough um, because it's largely, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the same story from the other side, kind of. Um, That's and then I'm. get to part three. That's, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. It, it go that <laughs> <shit> insane. <laughs> in oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. All right, then oh, give us your game. first one. Uh, okay, so mm. I played on Game Pass... Okay. The Turing Test, which is a puzzle game. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think know if you I did. talked about it on this show. I think it might have happened between shows. Um, it, it's a puzzle game where you're on a space station and there's an AI kind of talking to you, a la Portal. Okay. A lot of this is very Portally, um, and but it's not uh, it's not humorous like Portal. It's more more like Hal in. Uh, 2001 kind of AI talking to you and, and that has a cool story going on with that. But then it's also this really fun puzzle game that at at this point, it's hard to remember specifically how it works, but you have this gun that like takes out these orbs, uh, that power certain things and you can only hold certain number of them. And then you have to use it to power this and that opens this thing. And that has different rule sets, uh, It's almost like programming some of them, like some of the really tough optional puzzles have these, it's like witness esque. I have to figure out what this symbol means, but it's not telling me what it means. And if I do this, that opens the door. But if I do this and that, it does a third thing. And it's a really, really solid puzzle game. I think it's still on, on game pass, but it, I went back and I got all the achievements and it's not like a crazy hard game, but, uh, there's a bunch of optional puzzles. I I thoroughly enjoyed that game. I wish I remembered it better. Now that I now that I'm talking about it, like,
0: damn, yeah, I remember hearing about it, but forgot I forgot how picture this game that. works.
1: To go and take a look at it. It's uh, it's a space station. I mean, you're in you're in a space station. You find like little hidden logs and things. So the the crux of it, if I recall correctly, is you are you're on some space station. You were woken up early from cryosleep or something because uh, an emergency happened and you have to go down to the station on the planet. And they built this test as like a, a Turing test to, to make sure only one of the actual human people and not the AI that's running everything okay. could get mm-hmm. through it. And so that's why you're doing these tests because it's apparently you're the only one, you're, you're an actual person, you can get through it. And it it has all these interesting audio logs and kind of subtle um, hints and like man the AI you kind of learn that the AI is up to no good um, and they're trying to hide from it. It's it's really interesting uh, and it has
0: that with an awesome puzzle game. It's, Have you it's ever really seen cool. that movie The I, Passengers I that a lot With yeah. uh, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. So it's. They're like, no. it's like a spaceship flying for a ton of years. And so everyone's in cryosleep until they land to the new planet. And basically what happens is in the middle of it, um, Chris Pratt's like pod wakes him up or something like that. Cause there's some something happens. There's like a glitch or something like that. And so he's living on the spaceship from by himself for a little bit. And then he wakes up Jennifer Lawrence. The problem is that like they're flying for so many years before they even get to the planet they're supposed to get to that it's basically like a death sentence to, or like you're killing somebody to wake someone up and have them live on the ship with you. So it's an interesting movie. I really, I don't think I liked the end. I don't remember how it panned out, but I remember liking the first like hour of that movie (laughs) a lot. And then at at a certain point I'm like, ugh, I don't want to watch this anymore, (laughs) but it's a interesting, interesting thing to like, think about if you were the, in a cryoslave and you're the only one that's like, woken up by something and then it's like, Oh shit, I have to figure this out. So that's that, that kind of makes me interested in that game. Cause I wonder, I wonder what kind of like, uh, like what the logs are talking about and, and what kind of interesting story building it does with that. So I'm gonna have to check that out.
1: Yeah. If you, if you played or if you like, if you like that setup or, um, what's the name of that moon is, is the name of that movie. Um, there's just kind of on a space station yeah, that yeah. whole aesthetic that with an AI talking to you. There is oh god. It's really cool. And I mean the game well the yeah. game is basically cuz it's a puzzle game. And it's really just how do I power this door to open that to get to the one end? But it's one of my favorite. I like I love yeah. Portal. I love The Witness. I love games okay. like that. This is up there with Like with those
0: games, I think it's just as good. Yeah, it's weird. As a puzzle game. I know. I remember hearing about it. So that's. um, I'm going to have to check that out because it sounds pretty interesting. Um, It's on Game Pass.
1: Oh, it was on Game Pass. I don't know if it is anymore, actually. This world has
0: opened up. I'm excited. (laughs) Womp, womp. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll move on to my next game on the list, and it is. Final Fantasy 14 online, a realm reborn or Shadowbringers, or heaven's ward, or there's was a lot of shit. Now I didn't, I didn't really Long get title. to like any of the other <laughs> expansions yet, but man, I really for the, like, cause I've tried that game several times, but for some reason this year, I just, I was able to get into it and really enjoy the game. I mean, I put maybe 30, 40 hours into it. And I felt like I, played like a final fantasy game because the stories are so interesting in that game and the side quests like some of them are kind of like samesy you know like where you're hunting down a certain amount of animals or fetching this and this but like the characters that you meet and the storylines are actually really interesting so i plan on playing more of it later on hopefully or sometime in 2020 but man i really did enjoy final fantasy 14 online and um it kind of brought me back to one of those uh olden day memories of playing an MMO and really just kind of like losing yourself in it and kind of relaxing. It's not like I'm sitting there in an in, in intense, like, uh, like hands on the mouse and keyboard and staring at the screen intensely or anything like that. It was actually pretty relaxing to just kind of sit and play it either on like my PC or on PS4. So I like, I like that availability of it too. So I plan on playing more. I like it. It's pretty fun.
1: That's really cool. I I do wanna. What one day you know what now they have an Xbox, you need to I'll I'll link it to you, um. But you can register for the Fantasy Star. Oh, yeah. Online too. <laughs> Beta. Um, Interesting. So yes, do that because I I want an MMO and I want a more actiony MMO and I actually really liked fourteen. I do think it is fairly active. Yeah. yeah. In its, it's combat, re- which I, I always enjoyed. Already. pretty cool i played i'm trying to look through my list and pick the best ones to talk about because i don't know if i need to talk about some of these games um okay so it's a game i I think the full title is monster boy and the cursed kingdom i i I think that's it it came out late last year um and then i think it came out this year on pc but I played on PS4. Ooh. I actually got the Platinum in it. Um, and it is a side-scrolly Metroidvania game. And the, the thing that makes this game different... And apparently the whole series has kind of been like this. And somehow I've just never heard of it until now. And I'm like, holy shit, how did I not know? Uh, so you play as this this boy, right? Who has a sword and a shield. And he gets different equipment and whatever. But early on in the game, you get cursed and then you're a pig. Okay. <laughs> like you turn into a pig and the pig has different, well, it's, it's like cutesy, right? Um, even though yeah. the game gets pretty hard later on, it's like cute for half the game and then it gets hardcore. Damn. Uh, so you're this pig and the pig has its own certain abilities that are unique to the pig form and you can't change it back to the boy for a long time, a couple hours, but then you'll get another form. And it's a snake, and the snake is small. Can go through like little holes in the walls and stuff. And he can also stick to grass that's like on walls. So if he can, if there's grass there, you can climb up it and go around to another spot. And then you can. There's I think four
0: oh, okay. other yeah. forms. I, you I've get. seen this on um on the Nintendo on the Switch eShop or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was yes, it, I was wondering yes, what yes. that game was. I kept thinking it was that new Game Freak game. I don't remember what it's called no, either, but I kept thinking that's what it was. Uh, what and called. then now looking at it, I'm like, oh, okay. I see the different forms on like the cover and stuff like that. Cool. All right. Yes, exactly.
1: It's it's really cool. The abilities all make it super unique. And like, how do I solve this puzzle? I need to get that guy over here. And then because um, it's it's uh, kind of unveiled to you slowly. Of you'll get this thing and then you get this ability and now you're stuck as this form and then you're these two forms but you can't get back to here because you don't have that ability and it's a very very good metroidvania game uh and it's fairly unique in, in that ability of like switching to all these different characters and they all have different abilities and um some of them like half of the characters you can turn into can have equipment and that changes okay. their abilities further it's a it's a really fun game. I was totally yeah. taken aback at how good it was. I, I think this is. I don't think this is a remake, but I know they put out a remake of one of the older ones on PC. So this is a series that just. It's its whole trick is turning into these different things, and it's it's awesome. I highly recommend this as a Metroidvania game. I think you probably really like it. Okay, um,
0: I'll have to check it out it's a I, it's an interesting one I, I know it was not really like I, I didn't hear much about it that's why when i first saw it i was like what is this game is that that new game freak one where you're fighting with the villages or some shit <laughs> oh
1: yeah uh, the only reason i it stuck out to me is i remember jared oh. petty talking about it on one yeah, of the kind of funny right. I remember him talking podcasts about that. Yeah. a while ago and i was like oh okay yeah, he was like the only other person I ever heard mention it and it's it's very worth your time. I think the price is a little high maybe. it's like $40 I think. Oh, okay. At, I wonder a if it's, price. it must be on sale cuz I'm always um,
0: seen it on sale on um like on the Switch like on that store and I think I've seen I've seen it around probably mm-hmm. for like 30 bucks maybe. I don't know. That might, I don't know if that's high or not for it but sure. Switch is a good place.
1: I got it. I mean, I did it through Gamefly. Um, But it's an awesome, awesome game that I don't think really gets mentioned enough Hmm. at all. Never. Ever. Never. Okay. Never never mention it again. Cool.
0: All right. I will move on to my next game. And then... So this will... To my favorite. um, Dauntless. So... I actually don't know if that counts as a 2018 or older game because it kind of officially released this year, but I played the beta a lot. (laughs) And so, I mean, I feel like I've been playing that game for like a while, just very like little of it here and there. Um, I might have to, I might have to look up to see if that actually does count, but I've been, I've been playing it a lot more as of late. And, uh, now that it's on switch, I I think I talked about it last week that it's not a great port. Like it runs very Mm framey and it, you know, it, it loses a lot of it's like kind of like wow factor when you're fighting these monsters at a very slow rate with like very dumbed down graphics on the switch, but it's still nice to have that cross progression. So I could really play it on any system and have my characters all come over all my progress and all that stuff. So it kind of like made me want to play monster hunter again, but the thing I didn't like about monster hunter was it's a lot more just, there's just a lot more to monster hunter than there is to dauntless. So I kind of like, I kind of prefer the more casual feeling of dauntless and, and I actually really like the different weapon options that you get and how they feel while you're playing, because they're a little more arcadey than they are like stiff, like monster hunter kind of was. It's kind of like stiff and, and, almost like Dark Souls-ish when you're like <laughs> rolling and stuff. Um, it is. It is. But yeah, that's a, I know it's an older game. It's, it's like, it was officially released in 2019, but it's been around a while. Um, and I've been, I mean, I played it before 2019, I think, is what I meant to say, not 2018. Um, but yeah, like, so it initially launched, I think in, it looks like it says May of 2018. So it's a little bit older. That's how I justify it. That's how I justify being on my list. I'll allow it. Yeah, but uh, like I've, I haven't played last night, and I fought this like no rules. I don't remember what it's called, but it's this giant like rhinoceros. But it was, I think, a nebula or something like that, type, and so it actually would shoot like these crystals, like these colored crystals. And it would circle around it and it kind of started looking more like a galaxy from far away. And I mean, it was the coolest fucking thing I've ever mm. fought in that game. And then it would like teleport. It would like shoot up in the air and then shoot down out of nowhere. And then when you got it to like its, its staggered stage, it would actually create a giant crystal dome around itself. And you basically have to like break that dome around it. I mean it was it was a crazy ass fight. I did not expect to get into that battle at all for it for uh, how early I am in that game. But it was pretty cool. So I highly recommend if you like Monster Hunter, but you don't want all the crazy grinding of it, pick up Dauntless and play it. It's also free. Yeah. And the, the yeah, strikers that which that are helps. like the, the basically like the fists like that you wear, the, the gloves or whatever. That class is so fucking cool and really mm-hmm. fun to play as, and as well as, like, the dual axes or whatever, because it's basically, like, God of War. You're basically Kratos with those, and you oh, can do, like, right. this cool teleportation that. with your R1 once you have your meter up, and you're just kind of, like, flying through the air. You kind of, like, slingshot out, and then when you press it again, you slingshot back in. So it's it's definitely got a cool, like, I guess, feeling to it. Like, the combat is, is really fun. And you get right to the point with that game. Like you jump in to your quest, and you're just like, "All right, let's find the monster." And then, you know, where Monster Hunter is definitely a little more like you gotta track it, you gotta find it, you know, you gotta fight it for a little bit, and then it runs away, and you gotta run after it. So it's a little bit uh, a little bit quicker. I like that part of it about uh, Dauntless. It's a little easier to play. I played. I didn't finish.
1: But I got to the towards the very end of Resident Evil Four. <laughs> again okay Um, so it's different but this time on switch (laughs) it's different um and the switch port is fine okay um it's not very good yeah (laughs) that's what fine means (laughs) it's not not great it's it's totally playable it's not bad um but there's noticeable frame rate issues kind of constantly and that's a, that's a little unfortunate, considering yeah. that's a 15-year-old game. It's actually older than 15 years, I think.
0: No, no, no. I mean, it ran on a PS2. Why can't they it's, get it to run smoothly on Switch?
1: I don't know. Well, this is technically the okay, HD true, version, true. I think. Um, I It doesn't matter. It doesn't run super amazing, but it's still Resident Evil 4, and it it's awesome to have the ability to play that on the go. I played it on my trip to um, mm. Orlando earlier in the year. So I was playing that on the plane, <laughs> just <laughs> killing zombies on the plane. Uh, and that's, that's just really cool to go from being in high school or whenever it was playing that to now just, oh, I'm in the sky playing Resident <laughs> cool, before. Um, and it's still, I, I yeah. think it still holds up
0: pretty damn well, too. I, I, such such a good game. I, is that, That's that got to be, like, your favorite game of all time. Yeah. I think so. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I don't really. Yeah. It's top, top five three. for sure. I'd say top
0: three for sure, too.
1: Sure. fine fine, whatever it's very high it's very high up there (laughs) it's almost to the point where it's not it's like not on the list because it's too op like it got it got banned from the list because it's already there (laughs) no it can't be considered
0: it's such a good game all right well i will give you my favorite game that was not a 2019 game that i played this year and you might already kind of know the answer, but it is Bloodborne because I finally, finally beat it. I beat and I played oh. the majority of it this year more than I had ever played before. And it definitely cracked like my list of, of my favorite game that I played this year. And then I was like, oh shit, it's not a 2019 game. That sucks. I can't put it like on any list, which is a great, <laughs> a great <laughs> thing that we decided to do this as a topic because now i can put it on a list and it made it and it made the the top spot for me because i will God. forever love that game as much as i used to hate it on and off because it was just so hard i have such a new respect for that game and for those types of games in general like as i struggle with sekiro um i really did love bloodborne and and it's definitely uh i i see why it's so special and why it's this just amazing piece of art and a real good test of like pushing through when you're stuck on a boss or when you're having a hard time figuring out where to go next. And, uh, you know, there's still a lot of that game I could have gone back and played. But I think I got what I wanted after I beat. it. I was like, I beat it. I'm good. I don't need any more. I've experienced it and I love it. I don't want to go back and like ruin it. <laughs> So this is a game you've oh, many. started yes. many
1: a time over the years. Do you, do you look back at past Joel, and are there just a pile of lessons? And, like, why were you playing it that way? Why did you do this? Why didn't you – is that uh, how you I look think, back at past Joel? I think I enough? was just
0: less patient, and I was less willing to learn the game because I think at the mm-hmm. at that time, I wasn't as interested in seeing seeing it to the end. Where, like, this time around, I was like, I want to see why everyone loves this game. I want to get past, you know, the beginning part where I constantly get stuck. So I think once I was able to push through that first part, <laughs> I started kind of, like, opening my eyes more to the game and to what I really loved about it. Um, and especially just, like, not being afraid of that world anymore. Like, like I used to be scared of just walking you know 10 feet forward in that game and after a while i was just like kind of running through it no big deal like anything that would pop out i like all right let's take you down let's see what i got to do here and it wasn't like i don't know i used to get so much anxiety playing those games and i don't really get anxiety anymore i get more of like you know you kind of like beat your head against the wall sometimes and you kind of get a little bit frustrated but then i just kind of take a break from it and i come back and try to tackle it again or i look up a guide and it just but the feeling of beating a boss in that game just like makes everything else not a big deal. When you get that feeling of like satisfaction and like a accomplishment from beating one of those assholes. <laughs> it's so it just feels so good to like <laughs> take down a giant boss in that game.
1: Yeah, the from software does such a good job of of making the bosses not feel impossible but still very challenging to the point where there it's not like a cakewalk ever and it's never again impossible but you always have to struggle and learn and think about it and that reward is is really like nothing else and uh i think that segues into my favorite game I played this year it might be top 5 game I played this year even including 2019 games it might be at the top of that list Ooh. Uh, which is Demon <laughs> Souls <It's... laughs> Oh God. <laughs> uh, a, a game I, I went back to 10 years after it came out and through the help of the community found a bunch of items I was missing to get the platinum uh, so I didn't have to grind for 20 hours and this was probably my fourth or fifth time through the game uh but the first time in five or so years if not more god that game is so so damn good and i think uh obviously with dark souls and bloodborne yeah. those are more open world games and and that's a that's a really cool thing right when you go from demon souls to dark souls and it's this open interconnected world that's such a cool feeling but in retrospect, going back to a level, more linear structure, I really enjoyed. It made it, it made each area have this flavor of, well, now I'm in this place and I have to get there and there's no other option. Uh, it's was, it was very old school. I mean, obviously there's yeah. a lot of old school shit with Souls games, but it was very old school of like Mega Man. Uh, where in, in Demon's Souls, after you beat the first boss, you can go to the, any of the yeah. five worlds and you can just go, right? Pick that world and, and see if you can get there. And it, that's very Mega Man. Uh, I don't know. Do Splash Man first. I don't know. Yeah. Uh go do Go do Cut Man. <laughs> These are different games, but now. whatever, Mega Man. Uh, it doesn't matter. And there's no, like, perfect route. I, for Mega Man, there kind of is, but you know what I'm saying? Where just Just go there and you're in that person's level. And you have to figure that person's level out or you can give up and go into the other level. And it's it's a different way of playing it as opposed to Dark Souls or Bloodborne where you mentioned you can get lost and not know where to go. In Demon's Souls, it's very obvious. <laughs> you did not finish this level. <laughs> go back and do that. It's not like, oh, well, maybe there's a secret uh, over here. I mean, there's an entire area in, in, uh, or several areas in Dark Souls and one or two in, in Bloodborne where you never have to go and you could just completely miss through this one hallway that you didn't walk down an area with its own boss and its own whatever and i think that's so cool but it it was so nice to come back and have this simplified distilled souls experience and i was very relieved to find that it held up so well and it's helped. that that game also an invention <laughs> in invention in addition, in invention, to being a game I played, uh, has one of my favorite areas of any game ever, which is the Tower of Latria. Uh, it's a prison, so it's a Souls game. It's already kind of spooky, and then it's a prison with these Cthulhu-headed monster creatures that carry bells around and have spells and then if they hit you with the spell you're paralyzed and they just come at you and (laughs) gnaw off your face basically and then the next area has these gargoyles and it's up in the sky you can fall off and it's it's the death basically if you fall off and then you go down like you never expect to go down into the depths of that area and it's just blood or some kind of weird red plasma on the floor and these creatures that are um, I forget what, the, I think they're called man-eaters, but they got these faces on the front of them and they kind of like, uh, Ugh, like the earwigs and, the, but they're giant, like, 12 foot long centipedish creatures it's, it's and there's dead people on pikes and shit, it's freaking twisted it's so damn good i love that game and i'm hoping that that rumored better not be a rumor remake of that game oh i want that to blow everyone away yeah
0: i god, i think i'd, I'd give it that. another shot if it was there was a remaster i think I'd do
1: i it. oh that that's a ps5 launch title i have to buy a <laughs> ps5 at launch god it was so good that that game is so good where I played through it again, right? Grinded for extra time to finish up the Platinum. And I was... If they had come out, like, a month later with the remaster, I would have been okay with it. Yeah, like, okay, I'll play that well. it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's good enough. I'll do that again. That's fun. Yeah. So good. All right. I think we both had a pretty good list. I think I, think I forgot yeah. a couple, but, like, that's okay. There's a lot of fucking games.
1: I have more on here, yeah. but they're not as amazing.
0: Cool. Well... I say that we uh, discussed games that we played this week. Catch people up on some of the newer games. And then uh, I have to start writing my top five for the I have to start figuring out my list so we can. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think what we could do is maybe do one more episode before we talk about our top or our favorite game of the year. Because I have an idea of how we're going to do it, and I want to discuss it with you before we do. But before then, okay. let's move okay. on to games that we've been playing. Um, jingle, jingle, here's the games we are playing. It's a lot, that's a lot of our right. sound effects, really. <laughs> Honk. Honk. <laughs> um, so I talked about it last week. I started playing uh, Shovel Knight, uh, King of Cards. Um, I did these codes oh, for... Yeah. King of Cards and Showdown uh, were provided by Pop Agenda, so I just want to put that out there before I start talking about it. But so at first I wasn't really sure if this was just a rehash of Shovel Knight, but with um King Knight, or if there's more to it, because I you know, King of Cards makes it sound like maybe there's a card game involved. And there is. So it's it's got like this Yay. neat little card game in it where basically you're so you still play through like platforming levels. And then you get to, like, a village or, like, a like a pub or something like that. And you go and you play what's called Joustis. Um, and it's basically... So you have a deck of cards, and they're all, like, based on monsters from the game. And they each have either an arrow pointing in one direction. So they're squared cards. So you got maybe a down arrow on this card. Maybe an arrow to the left on this one. Maybe one up. Some cards have two arrows, where maybe one's pointing up and the other one's pointing down. Or left or right. Um, or left and down so basically with these cards you're taking turns putting one down on a board there's maybe like six spaces sometimes it's more depending on how the size of the the game that you're playing against the person um the whole point of the game is to push use your cards and those arrows to push people off of the gems and either push yourself on or try to like at least get two out of the three in some cases. Sometimes it's just one gem, sometimes it's two. So I actually really like it. It's really interesting. It's kind of hard because right off the bat, like you get into a match where you're fighting um, this one lady who's just really good. And what's cool about it is as you go through the levels and you get money from just platforming and like digging the little mountains of stones and finding chests and things like that, you are you can buy more cards. And so you've got like the incentive of getting through the levels, buying more cards, beefing up your deck, and then going back and challenging the same people, or you can actually go in, and find more people to, to battle. But basically it's King Knight's story of like how he became King Knight. And you do see some like familiar faces huh. in there and uh the platforming things are a little bit harder than I remember Shovel Knight being because King Knight has a whole different set of abilities and different, like, uh, not like magic, but I guess like what would be considered magic. He uses vigor instead. Um, but it's really fun. I'm like maybe halfway through it and I'm really enjoying it. I think it's a, it's a neat little twist on Shovel Knight and that game and how the, the card battle stuff really does, uh, actually work. I think, I don't think it's, uh, it, I don't think it's like this weird thing where like, why would I want to play this? I actually look, would rather do more of the card battle than I would the actual platforming. And, that, and that's not to say oh, it's bad platforming. It's just like, I find the card game part of it. So interesting. And it's, you know, I've already played shovel night. I played the, uh, I think the plague night, um, edition and there, and the, uh, I know there's another one. I'm trying to remember. Specter Knight. That's yeah. Specter Knight. Cause there's, isn't plague Knight also one of them. He is. That's the one I played yeah, two levels yeah. of and quit. Specter Knight was a good one. I like the slashing and jumping up. Yeah. That I played that one. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> so, um, shovel Knight showdown was the other one that came out. I think they came out the same day, but it's also part of the treasure trove expansion. Um, so it's a free update. So if you have yep. shovel Knight already on any console, I believe it's part of the pack. And so it comes with it. Um, not a hundred percent sure on that, but, um, okay, cool. It is. Um, it is. I've, pretty sure. Yeah, and it's does. so it's um I played the story mode of it and so it's not just about trying to collect more gems than the other person. You're kind of, and you can, it's kind of like a fighting game mixed with like trying to like um beat the object, objective. So, where some of them are like I'm trying to get more gems than the other person. Sometimes it's like you just have to beat these guys. You have to jump around on this level and there's like different items going on and you're just trying to like get more, I guess survive. And then there was, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember. There was another match. It was me versus, like, three of the bosses from Shovel Knight. And that one's where I kind of got stuck. But uh, it's it's neat. I wouldn't say it's as fun as King of Cards. Uh, but it's it's a neat little thing to to play with. And you can kind of choose any of the Shovel Knight characters to play as. Um, so that part's pretty cool. But I played that. And then um, I played more Pokemon Shield. So I'm just kind of slowly trudging through my um, Pokedex. I think I'm like at 261 now. You finished it, right? Did I forget that? Yeah, so I finished the main story. I finished the quest afterwards. And then now I'm just mainly – I got up to like rank three in the battle tower so I could buy the assault vest, which kind of helps you look at stats for like the IV and EV crap, which I'm not going to get super into, but I just figured I might as well get it and see what it does. I still don't, I honestly, I've heard people try to explain what EVs
1: and IVs and that is. I still don't really understand and I kind of hate it. I just don't
0: get it. Yeah, I don't quite understand it. I think it's mainly more for like competitive stuff. Oh, it is. So, and I don't plan on doing anything competitive. I know it's just like people get super into it and I just figured I might as well try to understand what this is, even if I'm not going to get super into it but I haven't really like made a huge effort to get to know it. So <laughs> I just no, kinda, like, it's too, it's too much. It's too much. I'm too dumb. You know, I just don't, yeah, it's, I just can't. it's, it's unnecessary. I'd rather do shiny hunting or something like that, but I don't even really want to get super into that. I just kind of want to like get the Pokedex done as much as I can. Cause I do actually really like the newer Pokemon that are in there. Um, I okay. think they did a really good job just putting those together. Um, well, when Gamefly finally sends it to me, I'll play it. Sounds good, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a neat... I think it's got one of huh. the best, like, single-player... Or not single-player. Like, it's campaigns of the Pokemon games. And even though, like, I find the rival super annoying, and he's to me, he's my least favorite thing about that game, I did listen to a video where they made a good point about the fact that he isn't just, like, overall happy. He's got this dilemma where his brother's, like, the champion, and you're his rival... And he's just kind of like caught in the middle. <laughs> so it's a little bit interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then I did play more Sekiro. I did get to the butterfly lady. I did beat her. I did. Good. And you can actually go and watch my Twitch archive from, I think Saturday night. I had maybe like 0.1% of health left somehow <laughs> and beat her. Uh, that fight, when you've, like beat her and then she disappears and comes back oh my god that's like such a good moment yeah that part threw me off because i was like oh shit i thought that was it (laughs) i know i actually had a harder time i think beating the guy before you get to her
1: with like the the spear guy yeah
0: no the uh He's got like a giant sword, and he drinks out of his like jug. Oh, the spits. drunk guy. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he. I might have had a little bit of a harder time because he has all those guys around him. But I got oh, to. Oh yeah, that fight is
1: annoying because of that. Yeah,
0: but I got to a point where I would actually, so run through the first part after you get the uh, the little statue right, and then I get uh-huh. the guy to help me fight. I rush and I beat everyone in the back yeah before the drunk guy starts attacking me and i got that down to where i could kill all those guys so quickly that i would still have the guy that's helping me alive at least halfway through the fight that's pretty <laughs> yeah, good i was like oh my god i got this down to like a science over here <laughs> just like just just yeah. annihilating these guys all right it seems like you're doing pretty good through the game though you beat the horse guy right yeah i beat the horse guy i beat the bull all with right. the flaming horns I think I'm doing pretty okay. good. I got to a I got to like an area where I'm just like, "Okay, I'm going to take a quick break here because like I kind of want to play something else, but I I'm enjoying the shit out of that game and
1: I Dude, it's awesome. I'm
0: enjoying the challenge of it. I'm I'm really digging it. I think I just get to a point where they're like, "Okay, I got to take a little bit of a break and play something else for a little bit, you know, get the palate cleanser going." And then I'll want to go back and like play cuz it's it's really the only thing I have on my PlayStation besides Dauntless that I want to play. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're in the uh, the castle area. So I or the outskirts. So, of the castle. Um, I'm trying to think where I'm at now, because I went up after the bull. So after so I went up to where those monks are at. Do you remember that part where you get to the little temple and the monks are walking around and then you you. And there's leaves everywhere. Yeah. And then I got past them to the point where you're fighting these guys with the straw hats that kind of spin around with their dual. Oh, yeah. Those fuckers. Those yeah. guys are hard. So I kind of jumped past them and got to the statue. So at least I wouldn't have to run all the way back through the monks. And I'm just kind of okay. hanging out in that area now. So I haven't really moved yeah, on that's past a, that. That's a good path. Go that way. There's
1: another path. Oh, I fought the, I fought um, the armored guy on the bridge.
0: Oh, you did that! Yeah, I almost got him down. I think, I think I fought him maybe twice. He's killed me both times, but I think I can do it. I think I can beat him. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, That you're going, uh, you're doing what I did,
1: because you're technically, I mean, you can do it out of order, but you're supposed to finish the castle area and then go there, and to the other area. But I think doing the this way is more fun, where you go to this. I think it's Senpo something or other yeah. you go there the monk area do that but actually back at the castle there's another way you can go towards the uh the towards the back side of the castle and that's like a whole nother area and I, I do that too okay before i even finish the the large castle
0: well i'll have to go back i don't think i'll finish it before the end of the year for sure because i'm just kind of taking my time with it because i don't want to like i don't want to get frustrated with it um but i i'm still considering it on my top 5 list for sure because i'm enjoying the shit out of that game yeah i want you to i want you to get further it's so good yeah i mean I've, oh, i i feel like i've seen so many of the bosses just through speed runs and stuff like that that i kind of like in my head oh, am excited right. to get to some of these bosses but at the same time i'm kind of like oh fuck <laughs>
1: dude you're not going to have that moment i had where i i went through the door and it's this uh centipede giraffe or whatever the fuck it's called (laughs) and and it just got these giant wolverine claws I have no idea what the hell's happening
0: for two hours luckily I have a bad memory so some of these things might still be a surprise because I don't like I don't recall every boss and I haven't watched a speedrun in a long time but okay so a lot of it because of my shitty memory will end up still being a surprise
1: well you're not like you've seen it all but it's out of order and the pieces don't quite fit Yeah, yeah 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 That's that's cool. I wanna go back and play a little bit of that game just to kind of evaluate it for a game of the year where it ranks. Well, pretty much if it's one or not one. Yeah. Is that <laughs> how
0: that goes. Cool. But yeah, other than that, um I put I talked about Dauntless already plenty. Um but I played that a little bit last night and it was fun. I'm gonna definitely play a lot more of it. Cool? Yeah. Uh I played
1: two things. We'll start with the Untitled Goose game.
0: Ooh. Honk, honk. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
1: I think honking in that game is probably one of the most fun things you can do. Uh, I I don't really like it that much. Um, okay. I think the the memes and are better than the game. Uh, I would rather watch someone play this game. Someone that knew what they were doing, not someone just doing whatever Um, because I played about an hour of it and it's just I didn't find it very fun to figure out what I needed to do and it was often like what do you want me to do how do I do that what do you why and then finding the solution wasn't fun and then doing the solution wasn't fun it's like super cute and cool and creative but not fun, really. It's like a puzzle game where the solutions aren't fun. <laughs> like, oh man. I don't I don't know how to describe it, and it's not like it's bad. It's just painfully uninteresting for me to figure it out. It's you know what it is? It's like the old adventure games where oh, you got to put the the chewing gum in the microwave and then it destroys the foil and use the foil as a lock pick I'm like, okay, okay. I, it, I don't like that shit it doesn't make any sense to me, I don't get it and in this game it's, it's kind of along the same lines where one of the side objectives at the very beginning is uh, make the man put on the straw hat and how you do that is you pick something off the ground that he doesn't want you to move and he goes and bends down to pick it up and then you rip off the hat he's wearing and then he puts on another hat. And I'm like, how would I have figured that out? I don't even know. Why did I know he would bend down to pick up the thing? Yeah. I don't like. It's just, it's hard for me to understand what, like, A triggers B, triggers C. Like, I just don't know what you want me to do and how to do it. Which is why I say, if I were to watch someone who knew, who'd played the game already, just watch them play it again. I think that'd be more fun than me playing the game is just then I could see it and be like, oh, oh, that's cool. OK, because I got to this area where there's um, this like two people chilling in their backyards. Uh, and I'm, I have no idea what to do. And I'm picking up all their shit and moving it around. Uh, uh, there's like one of the tasks is do laundry or something. So it's drag the underwear to the to the washing machine. I'm like, I can't find the washing machine. I don't even know what you want me to do. None of these people want me here. And the, cause they're always like shooing you away and trying to take the stuff you're taking. I mean, you're the nuisance in the game. <laughs> and I, I, I just don't get it. I really, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I was supposed to do. Make the man drop his tea. Okay. I don't how, and I figured that out actually, but I, I don't know. It, it's 100% a Game Pass game and not worth... I, I d- fundamentally do not think this game is worth paying for unless you can understand what the hell is asking you, and I do not get it. Yeah, I don't... I don't understand.
0: I don't remember if people actually liked the game or just loved the goose itself.
1: <laughs> yeah, the goose is endearing. I want you to play it. This is on Game Pass. Give it half an hour and tell me if you can understand... I'm just a moron. I don't okay. know.
0: I was planning on playing it. Um it, it was definitely a game that caught my attention. So I'll, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> it's
1: Oh oh also I didn't even mention this. This is part of the reason why I thought the controls are bad. <laughs> I don't think the default controls are very good, so I changed them and then I still didn't think they were good. Okay. Uh there's buttons for which is maybe my fault. Uh there's buttons for zooming in and zooming out, but the zoom like the default zoom is too close. So I was just constantly holding the zoom out button so I could see fucking anything? I I don't know. I don't it doesn't make sense to me. This game just confuses me. In in so many ways. <laughs> Sounds like it. I don't I don't <laughs> get
0: it. Sounds like it's picking on you.
1: It is. This goo it's like a literal goose just pecking at me, a stupid ass goose. <laughs> it is fun to honk though. Uh oh, what was the other thing I played? Um, Death Stranding. Oh. Yeah. So I finished Death Stranding last week. Yeah. And I talked about kind of being disappointed by some of the... the, I wouldn't say disappointed. Maybe let down by the potential of what the story could have been and blah, blah, blah. But I still really like the game. And I spent probably another 15 hours playing the game, doing deliveries, and finding new equipment. Not finding new equipment, but actually fabricating it and then using it and seeing what this is and... Um, to get the platinum, you have to play some of the game on hard, and what that changes was interesting enough. I still love the just moment-to-moment delivery gameplay. It's so damn good. As soon as we start shooting things and whatever, it becomes less of a fun game for me. But finding a like a p- optimal path to wherever setting up zip lines and zipping around delivering things well is so cool and so satisfying and uh, i posted this in the discord where this is i think the only example of getting a platinum where i ended up liking the game more than before i started getting the platinum if that makes sense like going back into this game and continuing to play the part i loved just made me appreciate the game even more and i if there were more deliveries and more things to do i would still be playing
0: it because it's it's so damn fun do you think they could do something like that where they continue to add updates and you can kind of keep playing it or is that kind of lose it like is there just like no reason to do that at a certain point
1: it doesn't make sense plot wise is kind of the issue but I, I would love that if there was just here's another thing like here's another map basically. Yeah. I'd be into that, or I'd be into weird requests where, uh, like you have to take this over here and you only have these five equipment pieces. Go, I think that would be really fun. Like challenge, like, um, Metal Gear Solid the VR missions, where it's just weird objectives and things that would work perfectly for death stranding um it it, it, because there's a lot of unused not unused but places you never really have to go or don't necessarily need to go and in getting the platinum and finding um these memory chips which are just collectibles in different spots on the map and seeing places I never saw and having these incredible moments that I wouldn't have put myself in that moment. I'm just here to get the freaking collectible. But if you had had an objective here, it would have been really cool. They could have orchestrated some kind of event for lack of a better way to describe it. it it's a, oh, it's a really cool game. I really do love it. It's just sucks that the best part of it isn't the Kojima stuff. It's so weird to me.
0: Yeah. Huh? I don't know. Okay.
1: But it has those fun moments. So I I was in this camp and I forget why I was there. I think it was to pick up a memory chip thing. And then I found a gun. I'm like, well, I'm going to shoot my way out of this. And I forgot that it was a gun gun and not uh, like a stun. I usually have rubber bullets when I'm shooting because if you kill people in this world, it can be a problem. And so I killed a man. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, and that was the first time it had happened. <laughs> and then... It's like, hey, you killed this guy. You got to get rid of his body because otherwise it's going to blow up, like (laughs) kill everyone. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, So then I pick up this guy's body and everyone's still shooting at me. But I pick up the body and I'm just running (laughs) up this hill (laughs) with this body and my my exoskeleton. um, I forgot that it was super damaged so I could barely carry this guy well. And I have to go cremate his body. It, it's just this stupid-ass event that happens. Those moments are so damn cool. And that's why having the kind of delivery challenges, I guess, where, like, go from this place to this place, but you only have a ladder and and this other thing. That would be so cool. I would I would love something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I really loved that game. I I think I just under 100 hours is how how
0: long I played it. Damn. Oh. That's a that's a lot of hours to put in. I feel like you put that in such a quick time too. I feel like I did too. I I wonder if it just
1: doesn't count the time super right. I'm, let's just bank on that. Maybe I didn't play the game that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been out for uh, two months, month and a half.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I played a lot of it. Dude, my days off were like Death Stranding Days. Nice.
0: Alright. <laughs> that, that was what it was.
1: <laughs> it's good. It's a good ass game,
0: man. Well, I, uh... I hope to play it sometime this coming year. I hope I've time to play it. Like there's just so many games that I've I think I've pushed off till this year or this coming year that and then right. all the games that are supposedly coming out this coming year that sound really cool. There's so much all the time. God. I'm not gonna get to everything. It's too. I minute. just gotta face it. Face the facts.
1: No, that's what I want to do. Um, uh, next year is just not finish things. Yeah. That's my. <laughs> well, welcome to my world. <laughs> I want to do less things. Like with my name is Pedro. What is it called? Yeah. My name my is f- Pedro. My friend Pedro. My friend Pedro. I keep calling it the wrong thing. I didn't. I'm. I didn't go back and play that game. I, I just looked up. I looked up a walkthrough and I kind of every 20 minutes just clicked on it to see what happened. I'm like, oh, okay. And then you go here. That's interesting. Oh, that's the final boss? Okay, cool. Deleted it. Like, <laughs> all right, I don't need this
0: anymore. I don't need to see this through now. I've already seen the, it. Still.
1: wasn't compelling enough for me to keep playing it. I saw the ending. Fine. All right, cool. Done.
0: <laughs> nice. Can't remember the name of it, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't even remember the name of it. Yeah, I mean, I think I it's okay know. to not finish something. I mean... I think if you put in enough time in it and it, you've kind of seen what it is. The only time you really want to like go through and push all the way through is, is if it's like something special, I think like the souls games and things well, like that.
1: Well, and if it's something special like that, you, you want to push through. Yeah. I ha I need to tell myself like, Hey, you, if you don't want to keep playing code Vein, you don't have to, <laughs> no one's
0: forcing you. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, Oh okay. I I will not play it then. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> That's what I need to do and and play more indie garbage. This year I didn't
0: play a lot of indie games and I really feel like I missed out. Yeah, I think like we played Risk S- of Rain, but that was really early on before they kept like they've added yeah. a lot of updates since then. I I really want to go back and play some more of that. Um I know I played like Forager um which was pretty fun. Um Yeah, there's definitely a lot more I I want to play indie game wise that i didn't really touch creature in the well i played um it was okay but it kind of like got really repetitive yeah i didn't really love it either game pass game game pass game um yeah i don't know we'll uh we'll tackle 2020 as it comes oh boy yeah big year it's gonna be a big year everybody prepare your loins Ugh. All right. You know, I just realized that I didn't mention that you can find this podcast every week on oh, Spotify, <laughs> Stitcher, Google, Apple, <laughs> and the GameFanatics.com. <laughs> we're, well, we're just so excited about Christmas that we forget about the normal stuff ho, ho, we, that ho, we ho, do. <laughs> yeah um anyways that's gonna do it here for us this week um we'll be back next week and it'll be kind of like a i guess a the pre-new year's episode so maybe we can talk about our uh we can make a list of like new year's resolutions related to games i can do that yeah i think that'd be fun all right well Thanks Ben for joining me on this fun Christmas adventure and Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays. If you don't celebrate Christmas, uh, have a good time with your families, be safe, friends or be by yourself, but just take care of yourself and I don't know, eat some cheese. That's what I'm doing. Oh, I definitely going to eat some cheese. Yeah. yeah. Cheese. (laughs) Fudge. Yeah. I'm going to eat some cheese. Fudge. Yeah. All right. Peace out everybody.